0: Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Education Podcast by me, Rob Matthews Coaching. Now today's episode is going to be a continuation of last week's episode which is the things I wish I knew when I started lifting. So if you haven't already, pause this episode right now, go back to last week's episode at 18, listen to part one as we're only going to be carrying on from that first episode. So let's get right into it, okay? So last week we mentioned five five things that I wish I knew and today I've got another five that we're going to go through and then we'll see from there if I have any more okay and if we're going to carry on the mini series so make sure to post it to your story whether you're out on your walk whether you're just sitting in your flat let me know where you're listening to in it and how you find it and if you have anything else that you would add to the list okay so let's go into number six on the list and one that is very important is leave your ego at the door focus on your form then your one rep max now we all know the gym stereotype of the, the big ego lifters that come in they've got the headphones on they've got the hoodie over the top hood up and it's just all out rage all out power and all they want to do is pick up big weights prove that they can deadlift more than someone else their form is terrible, their back is, and their spine looks like it's about to snap but just because they've added an extra one kilo to the bar, suddenly they're happy for the day. Now, we all need to boost our ego at points and we all like to lift heavy. I get it, we all do it. <laughs> but, when, like I said, we need to focus on our form rather than your one rep max. By focusing on your form, especially in the beginning, it will lead to such greater impact in increasing your one rep max in the future and not just benefiting your one rep max and your overall strength you will also get a greater benefit in your mobility in your ability to perform safely and yeah reduce your chance of injury now the gym isn't a place where you're going to get injured a lot however if it is done wrong wrongly and it is just done unsafe then you are going to get injuries focusing on form builds a better trust that lets you be able to be confident in your movements and it allows you to get a greater mind to muscle connection. So that is why I say leave your ego at the door. We all want to go in and chuck heavy weights. But just don't be a dick. <laughs> Focus on your form. And your one rep max will only improve in the future by it. So that was nice and easy. Let's go into point number seven. Don't buy into the hype. All the gear and no idea. This sort of follows into the ego and the one rep max stereotype. Like I said, when people that do, do strength work. I love them powerlifters. But. They're not the people that this is targeted at. This is targeted at the people that are obsessed with just going in and they don't actually have an idea of what they're doing. They just want to look like they lift a lot of weight. So don't buy into the hype. What do I mean? You've got every supplement under the sun. You've got your wrist wraps. You've got your belts. You've got your knee sleeves. They've got every every accessory on that they can find and purchase off the market and yet they don't even know why they're wearing it or they might be wearing it for the wrong, <laughs> wrong exercise as well so that isn't me saying that you can't wear these things but it's don't buy into the hype use the gear when you need it and when it is necessary but don't be that person that has all the gear and no bloody idea with what they're doing with it number eight and one that is vital and one that is going to be coming up on my instagram in either the days before this or the days leading up to it and that is don't use exercise as calorie burning or a source of energy expenditure do exercise which you enjoy now, I've done posts on this before, but like I said, I'm going to do a reel on it in the next couple of days. And the reason why is that because, especially um, recently, I've had a lot of consultation calls with potential clients and they all talk about how they've been using exercise. The gym are going on runs, doing the Stairmaster TikTok workouts that, fuck me, do my head in. And yeah, they can't seem to lose the weight. And the reason that I say do exercise which you enjoy is because your exercise shouldn't be the thing that you use to get into that calorie deficit exercise should be something that boosts your mental health makes you feel better about yourself and just all around puts you in that endorphin released state i talked about it on my stories the other day and um, when doing a conditioning piece just how much i love doing something like that just to put me into a dark place where i've got to push myself i get such a rush afterwards as i sit there going like i've just put in a solid shift we don't need to be doing things we don't enjoy don't spend 30 minutes on the stairmaster if you don't enjoy doing it it's not worth it. You are going to get much better results, more sustainable, more adherable results if you use exercise as something which you can enjoy, look forward to, that you can do with mates, you can do alone rather than just focusing on, oh, I've got to spend 30 minutes on the treadmill, I've got to do this. You're never going to do that on a consistent basis and if anything, it's only going to do you more damage in the long run. So there's point number eight. Don't use exercise as calorie burning or energy expenditure. Do exercise which you enjoy and which you can sustain and adhere to. Which follows on to number nine, see these all sort of follow suit, you can see that I actually have thought this out, I made a few notes on them. Number nine is neat is your foundation, gym is the icing on the cake. So why do I say this? As I've always talked about on my post, you do not need to go to the gym to lose weight, you do not need to go to the gym to be in a calorie deficit, you just don't need to go to the gym at all if your gym is not for you. Why? Because neat is the foundation in a weight loss journey. As I've spoke about before and how we lose weight, make sure to check out that podcast if you've not. Our NEAT accounts for more of our energy expenditure on a daily basis than the gym does. With the gym only really accounting for 5% of the calories that we burn in the day. On average that is obviously independent on how our gym sessions are, but it's roughly around 5-10%. So why is NEAT the foundation? As we said, the gym is only 5-10% whereas our NEAT accounts for a lot more. So what is our NEAT for those that of you listening that may not know or haven't listened to previous podcasts about it. So NEAT is our non-exercise activity thermogenesis, without big words, it's everything that we do that is technically exercise, but we don't class it as exercise. So that is your walking, that is when you're hoovering, when you take the stairs instead of the lift, walking around the house, doing the chores, everything like that. The little things day to day, when you hold up your shopping bags, your expending are walking around the shop, pushing the trolley, everything like that comes under this Neat, and, and like I said, that allows us to burn more calories on a daily basis, rather than the gym. The reason that we use the gym is gym is the, as we say the icing on the cake. It's to get us that physique that we all want, that aesthetics, that muscle building, and we can shape and tone our muscles, for lack of a better word, and for words that you can understand, to look the way that we want, and to get whether that's that peachy bum or that is their huge biceps okay so that is why that neat is the foundation gym is the icing on the cake i'm only going to do five today so i'll we'll go on to the final one which is sort of the overall theme of these five okay and then i'll give you a wee break and we can do the, the final five next week as part of this mini series so number 10 more isn't always better you don't need to train every day slash six to seven times a week you can only train as hard as you recover so as you've sort of seen, these last sort of few have all been about ego, focusing on form rather than your one rep max, not buying into the hype of having all the all the gear and no idea, don't use exercise as calorie burning or energy expenditure, do exercise which you enjoy, all about neat and how gym is the icing on the cake. So where does this fit in with number 10? More isn't always better and you don't need to train every day. And with the overall point of you can only train as hard as you can recover. So when getting into the gym we've all done it we've all got there and we've just gone oh, I need to come in every single day just show up just and it's just not it's not worth it if you're not recovering if you're not fueling your body properly you're only actually doing more damage to your body than you are in making progress so what do i recommend don't have your bro-, bro split as everyone does when they come in you know they've got chest on a monday they've got shoulders on a tuesday back on a wednesday then hit arms on, on a Thursday and then they throw in one more upper body session on the Friday just to make sure that the legs never grow and that the body is absolutely aching in pain come the weekend. <laughs> so more isn't always better. Get a consistent plan which you can sustain to and adhere to looking at say even if you're, if you're a beginner to the gym coming in three times a week focusing on full body getting them sessions in Allowing your body to get used to the stimulus, being able to recover better and therefore performing better overall. Allowing you to make progress over them three days rather than trying to kill yourself to get in to do it six to seven times. Okay, So you can only train as hard as you recover. You need to start prioritising that recovery, allowing the muscles to be stimulated and to grow back and grow obviously with that muscle coming with it. So that is going to be the five for today. Hopefully that you've enjoyed them a wee bit quicker than last week's are the things that I wish I knew when I started lifting, part two. Like I said at the start, if you have enjoyed it, let me know where you've listened to it, which one you related to, whether you're part of that stereotype of banging to all the hype with all the gear and no idea when you first started off at the gym and what you've sort of got rid of out of your routine or whether which one you found out that you didn't really know about and are going to implement, okay? And I'll speak to you next week. Let's go.